0: Terms and conditions apply.
1: Hey everyone, this is Jody Sweeton from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. Or call 562 314 4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
0: The numbers told the story, they always do. So, on those idiots who believe in analytics, this is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on
1: VSIN. Our number two of a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network, Visa.com, the Visa app, Game Plus, iHeartRadio, YouTube TV. All probably brought you by BetMGM. It's Gil Alexander. It's Kelly Bidlin. Look at that South Point Hotel Casino. Is it majestic? Would you use the word majestic? Sure, Kelly? yeah. Oh, it's magical, is find, what it is. Find your seat now. Get your
2: bucket of beers. Find your seat now, because what do we got? Tip off in an hour and ten minutes. An hour and
1: fifteen minutes. They have spillover places upstairs, though, don't they? Like oh yeah, I think I think that is ballrooms uh, and whatnot.
2: I think that's the 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 go-to move. At the South.
1: Do you like people who say and whatnot at the end of sentences? And whatnot.
2: I mean, I understand people that can't finish their thoughts because I'm one of those people. Like and et cetera. <laughs> oh, wait, what's this?
1: A... There's one of the oh, this is one of the ballrooms. There you go. Oh, nice. Screens oh. everywhere. Ooh, God, Isaiah's prepared. Yeah, Look at that. Little pods. Oh, bedding everywhere. Come on down to the South Point and this is what you get. Yeah. Maybe
2: not. Maybe we shouldn't be showing lines. I don't know why we're showing that. Yeah. What oh, did they do a makeshift? I was, sports ca- book I was gonna up say, there? what is this, like a
1: thirty for thirty on it that they did footage for? <laughs> thirty for thirty? <laughs> What if I told you that people of average age 57 years old come and watch March Madness? Um, okay, before we get to Danielle, because Danielle's here and I'm pumped, uh, just one thing about football yesterday. Well, the, the, the running back carousel continues, Kelly, because we talked about it yesterday. So now, now you have Dante Foreman yep. going to the Panthers. Oh, excuse me, pardon me. Yep. Dante Foreman going to the Bears. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. He goes from the Panthers to the Bears. Remember, Miles Sanders went from the Eagles to the Panthers. Um, help me out, Rashad Penny <laughs> went. To do this Rashad to him, Penny went to the Eagles. Yes. Okay, David Montgomery went to the Lions. Correct. Who am Jamal Williams. Jamal Williams went, went, the went from the Lions Saints. to the Saints. So it's a whole carousel, just musical chairs and running yeah. backs. And then the big, and, and, and i then Robert Tunyon also to the Bears. Yes. They're, they're just they're stacking up players G- right Gesicki to the Patriots, which I didn't know yesterday, watching the Madness. And the, other, the biggest possible football news on God's green earth might be coming down, and I don't want to even talk about it yet until it happens. But Daniel Snyder has apparently cleared out of all Washington football team facilities. This could happen. A sale is believed to be imminent. Really? Dude, let me just tell you this. This is, I can imagine, people are going to think this is dramatic. But this is for those of us who grew up loving this football team. This is like someone who got a life sentence, who then all of a sudden has their sentence commuted, or they found some DNA evidence that exonerated them, and they actually get to live again. That's how we feel if this happens. Is that appropriate comparison? I don't. When, I mean, when did
2: the Snyder? Oh yeah, you're right. Clears dude. Clears think? building.
1: Bruh, it, this is. You have no idea how much this means to us. No idea. This you are, happens.
2: You are completely right. The I'll things believe. you miss when the NCAA tournament's oh, going on. I'll right?
1: believe it when I see it, but oh, my God. Ladies and gentlemen, she's the star of uh, VEASAN's primetime action back in the day. Uh, me, Matt, and Kelly were just riding her coattails. Uh, she's still with us here at VEASAN and is now part of this great new uh, social media show called uh, DraftKings Starting 5. It is Danielle Alvare. How you doing, Danielle? Good. I missed you, Gil and Kelly. I missed you, too. Yeah. We're, we're, we're so happy to see you. Now, you are a, uh, first of all, let me just say a couple of things. You're a UCLA alum, so we're going to get yes. to your Bruins. Yeah. Who have.
3: Full disclosure. Even
1: though they won, there's an injury we have to talk about. And then we have to talk about the women's tournament. Mm-hmm. Uh, first, can you tell us about DraftKings starting five? Because this actually sounds pretty awesome.
3: Yeah, it's a really cool show that DraftKings is putting together where it is kind of the intersection of all things culture related to the NBA. So the starting five has five different people that are connected to the NBA in some way. For me, uh, coming from VEASAN, from DraftKings, I'm the betting kind of connection for everyone, which is fun for me because I'm getting to – uh, teach people who don't really bet, even in certain situations. I mean, Jadakiss is also on the cast with us. He's is our very, music person. It's very cool. Yeah, and he, he does bet, so we get to talk about that. But we have guests on all the time who, who don't, and I get to chat with them about that, so that's really cool. And we have a fashion person. We have a uh, e-gaming kind of NBA 2K announcer. Wow. So it's it just covers all the areas of basketball, and it's really fun.
1: Wow. How often does this does this air, I guess, is the right we term? Do, we
3: do shoots like about once a month right now, so they – there's lots of content that comes out through just spe- porod- periodically. Now, do you need yeah. a personal assistant
1: or anything for it? <laughs> do you need anybody?
3: Yeah, yeah, anything.
2: Do you need an intern? <laughs> is is there a way I can hang out with Jada Kiss and just talk about betting all day? That's yeah. really what
3: I'm angling yeah, for. Yeah, <laughs> it's um, it's pretty surreal. It's one of those things where you, I, when I get stressed, I get overly calm. So I'm I'm just like, this is normal. This is just hanging with Jada, like to the <laughs> point where somebody else posted a picture with Jada Kiss and was like, I'm gonna show this to my kids, and I was like, I don't even think to do. I didn't. We're just is we're that just coworkers. Your, is yeah. that your
1: reaction to stress? You get super calm. Yeah,
3: that's what I've been told too. I I had that too once, once once upon a back in the day. Everything's fine. Like in the fires yeah. around you, everything's yeah. fine.
1: It's a good quality, and then like after the fact, you're like, was I too calm? Should I have a, shown some? Maybe it's like on oh, your way say, to passing out. I'm not yeah. sure. I mean, I think <laughs> you, you
2: get you need that quality a little bit too when you're in the news breaking industry, right? Like which we kind of are, kind of aren't. But you know, Danielle came up through local news. You've done a million things. I've done local news. Like that, you kind of have to. You know, when things are going, like it's a billion things are going on, like, okay, you can either calm down or you can just let it spit out of control. That's not going to help anything.
1: Yeah. Let me let me talk. We we had Dano O'Mataya on the show earlier this week.
3: Awesome, you, you did. You
1: had you had an interview with him, yes, didn't you? Good friend. Yeah, he's great. Um, so it was about the women's tournament. The women's tournament begins like it's it's staggered just after the, when the men do their first round, and the women do their first round. That kind of thing.
3: Right. So today would be first round for women's.
1: So okay. So
3: they again, did first four yesterday.
1: They did first four. Yeah. Okay. So again, I'll I'll say what what the casual sports fan and probably the casual sports betting fan is what they the extent of their knowledge is, okay, I know South Carolina's the champion. <laughs> they probably know Don Staley's the coach. And they probably know South Carolina's undefeated. Yeah and going for an undefeated season. Right. That's probably where it ends. I'm guessing for most mm-hmm. people. South Carolina's minus two hundred to win it all and to win back to back titles and to go undefeated. Yukon's next at eight to one, Stanford's nine to one, then you have some other Look contenders. At that jump.
3: <laughs> What's that? And minus 200 and then jumps to 800. Like, that's just how dominant South Carolina has been.
1: So how do you view this? Do you view minus 200 as value, or do you think there's somebody – as there's another team on the board that has some value? Maybe you think both.
3: Well, my good friend Gil Alexander taught me about break-evens, so what's the percentage on that minus 200? Well, over 60, right, yeah. that South Carolina would have to win. Uh, and I don't know that that's crazy, because I think if you run this tournament simulation that many times, you know – there's a chance that South Carolina wins that 65 plus times. So they are that good. I think that there are weaknesses that certain teams could exploit. And I do think that of those top teams there, I think Stanford has the best setup to do so. Also, face them in the championship game two years ago. Stanford won. UConn didn't, or excuse me, South Carolina did not forget about that one because it was a heartbreaking loss. And then, of course, UConn knocked out Stanford just last year. So Stanford has the most Final Four experience in the last couple years. They also have the sides to compete with South Carolina. South Carolina mostly operates in the paint. That's their whole shtick, and their defense is really their calling card. Uh, It's not that their offense is bad. It's still a top-10 offense, but it's really their defense. They get done with this to the point where I believe their game today, they are a a 50-and-a-half-point favorite against a 16 seed. They're a what favorite? 50-and-a-half points, and the total is 115-and-a-half. So how many (laughs) points (laughs) do you think this other team is scoring?
1: (laughs) Wait a minute. What's the total? Like
3: 115 and a half. All
1: right, so 50 and a half on 115. Let's do the math there. What is that? So that's like 70-something. 50, seven, 50 seven, well, hold on. That's 80-something to 30-something, basically, if you, yeah. if you conflate the two things. That's what they and expect the crazy. final score to be.
2: It could happen. Yeah, 50-point favorite, 115
1: 50-point favorite. Yeah. By the way, that would just be a fun bet to say, yeah, I covered that.
3: There's like 40 <laughs> ones in here, I too. I laid the wood and I covered it. Norfolk Uh, State is who you'd have to lay it with. Norfolk State. Yeah. Okay, so... (sighs) So if you're looking for another team, I think Stanford matches up the best, but they have had some peculiar peculiar losses this year that they shouldn't have had. Most recently, losing to UCLA in the Pac-12 Championship semifinals... And a game that they really should have won, they kind of gave away to UCLA. Mm -hmm. Uh, So that's a little suspect. They've had some other kind of losses that make people a little concerned. But this is a lot of returning people from those final four teams. Haley Jones, uh, Cameron Brink, still a junior. I believe Steph Curry is her godfather, if you maybe saw that recently. He was at a Stanford game watching. Uh, So... They have this incredible team that's set up, I think, best to compete with South Carolina and have beat them before in a championship. Indiana, also probably the most balanced team up there. UConn is interesting because they've been injured a lot of this year, and they're just finally kind of getting back to health, but still no Paige Beckers. So.
1: Dano liked Virginia Tech.
3: That's at a that, good, I mean, it's a longer number. shot. Yeah. I don't know. I, I'm not convinced on Virginia Tech. Of all the uh, of all the higher rec- seed, like, because Virginia Tech's the one seed in this, and I think that they're the one seed that I have possibly getting upset of all the one seeds.
1: They're the Purdue of this tournament for me. Yeah. yeah. Um, now, okay. No,
2: nobody wants to talk about Iowa. Why does nobody want to talk about I don't Iowa? I want to talk about Iowa. One of the most
3: fun players in the planet to play basketball. I've watched Caitlin Clark play basketball for years. I love this. I love watching. Generational talent. They're saying, really? Yes. Did you buy that? Uh, she's incredible. Incredible shooter. Uh, we saw her in the tournament, I believe last year, she's averaging 27 points per game this year. <sighs> They're, I believe, the top scoring team in the country as well per game. And so going up against the South Carolina team is basically an all offense Iowa team versus a South Carolina team that can score top 10 offense, but also is just a lockdown defense. So I would love to see Iowa up against this, but Iowa's defense is not good enough, I think, to win them a championship. And it's going to be tough for them to get to the final four because of that defense.
1: So you are betting on finally you are taking bets on.
3: I have Iowa or for my bracket. I have Iowa making it to the final four. So that's like a little upsetty because Stanford is also in that side of the bracket with them. And again, I do think Stanford matches up better with South Carolina, but they've just had some hiccups this year. So we'll see. Um, I think it's more fun. But you'd lay the minus 200 on South Carolina. You would. I saw a minus 165 earlier in the week. Oh, okay. I considered that. Okay. But I thought 200 was starting to get like where I was like, is this the most fun way to bet this? And is there other ways to bet this tournament?
1: Are these in your, in looking at, you know, because obviously with March Madness on the men's side, every there's not only is the, are the games available everywhere but there's all kinds of prop yeah. bets and everything are these widely available or no. are you disappointed in how how sparse they are
3: it's it's sparse and we don't and we don't get final four odds until very much later it seems like like cuz the final four odds for the men's were up like well like what before the selection sunday even happened it felt like so um there's just not a Lot of books that offer the women's wow. lines yet, Draft yeah. DraftKings has them, right? Yeah I've, they been do. Shop,
2: yeah, I've been shopping around back here because I wanted yeah. to look for more like team totals and stuff on that South Carolina yeah. game. There's a couple major East Coast books that don't even have the game listed.
3: Yeah, hmm, a 32 and 0 team. What 32 and 0? That'd be fun. That's, that'll be fun
1: to watch. South Carolina minus 200 to go undefeated with back-to-back women's titles. We'll come back. Uh, Jalen Clark's Achilles injury. UCLA even after the win yesterday. What are their chances? According to Danielle. Next numbers game. Visa. These sports betting network.
0: the Sports Betting Network.
1: Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit Visa.com to check the current betting splits data. Split bets. Remember that, Daniel, right there? Bring back memories. Want to know where the money and bets are moving every game? The betting splits page is updated with DraftKings odds every 10 minutes, so you can see changes in all the action. Find out where the public's betting based on the number of tickets, and where the money does not match the public opinion. You can check out not just today's action, but future events as well. Betting splits—yet another way that VSN is here to make you a smarter better year-round. Check them out. All of today's betting splits for every game at VSN.com. Skill: Alexander's Kelly Bidlin, Danielle Alvari joins us in studio, kind enough to uh, hang out with us. Uh, for another segment this morning, again, there's the uh, South Point Hotel Casino Sportsbook. Live look-in where the uh, line is, well, we could keep panning and keep panning, and that line will keep going. Now, as Kelly pointed out earlier, there are actually kiosks behind these people who apparently have no idea how to use said kiosks. There's also an app, and apparently they want no interest. What's well, no some interest people
3: in like to talk to people. like.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I guess. I, I guess get for betting, it's,
3: it should be timely though. So
1: oh, there you go. There's a couple people at the kiosk. There you go, ready to do their thing.
2: You know the new, uh, like the new, the new homeowners commercials. where you're like acting like their parents. You know the ones I'm talking about. The guys like in the bank yelling at people to get in line. Oh, there yeah. is one guy that's like holding up the line. There's like a big break <laughs> in the line. It needs to step forward like five paces.
1: Oh, by the way, I did solve the, uh, you know, yesterday, Chrissy was listening when we said, hey, can they turn the audio up? Can they turn the volume up on some screens? So Chrissy was like, hey, can I uh, talk to you? <laughs> he He's talking to me about other stuff. But he said, oh, by the way, the reason we don't turn up the volume is because apparently the ticket writers, it's, it blares over their ears. And so they can't hear the people who oh. are making the bet. So it creates a little issue. So all the
2: speakers must be like right over right. their heads or something. So you know the okay. guy, the guy that it comes, makes up, sense. the guy that's that correct. comes up there is
1: like, I want to do a five-team parlay, and here are the numbers. They can't hear
3: any of that. And there's Jason Derulo or something playing. Yeah, <laughs> that's <the> a <name. laughs> Jason <laughs> Derulo.
1: <laughs> January, February, March, April, May, June. Jason Derulo. Do you know that? From no. The,
3: yeah, my uh, girl's
1: little daughter used to say that. that's how yeah. they used to remember the the. Uh, the, the calendar months, like if you go...
3: J- I don't get it, why?
1: Wait a it? what is it? J- oh, Jason Derulo, because if you go J- July, August, September, October, November, Derulo, December. That's how they used to do it.
3: Wow. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Learn something new every day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In case I forget the months. You're welcome. Yeah.
2: I, I just had to talk to Isaiah for like two seconds. I have no idea what just happened. Yeah. 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 You that's, didn't miss much. That's
1: how, little, that's how little girls remembered how to do that. This, this one little girl anyway, right? How, oh, right how to do the calendar, which is a little girl. Um, okay. UCLA men's side, obviously Jalen Clark with the uh, with the Achilles injury, which they refused to say was a ruptured Achilles or popped his Achilles. They're just like it's an Achilles injury, but it, it's, it, he popped his Achilles, didn't he?
3: It's I mean that's how it sounds, right? Yeah. But it is interesting that they're listing it that way or talking about it that way. It's not like he, he's not expected to come back at all in no. the tournament. So, so
1: the question becomes now, because again, I read this stat the other day, which is a, an outfit called Hoops Explorer sort of quantified what his absence meant Mm. or means to UCLA. And specifically, um, what they said was in a, and I don't know if this is, I mean, this sounds outrageously high, but per Hoop hoop Explorer, UCLA is 23.7 points per 100 possessions better when he's on the court than off.
3: Yeah, and it's not because he's scoring those points. It's all the other stuff he's doing
1: the defense primarily.
3: Yeah. I mean, he was averaging over two and a half steals per game before that injury. He had, I think four or five games with three steals. And I mean, that's really what he was doing was these and not just random steals, like steals in really key moments. He's just such a crazy athlete that he was able to create these situations for UCLA. And so when he goes away, you feel like you almost lost your X factor, your glue guy, kind of.
1: Do you feel, I mean, obviously it's, it's, it's one thing to get by North Carolina Asheville, (laughs) but as you advance in the tournament, um, I mean, how far do you feel like, did you feel before the injury they were going to win it all as a UCLA alum? And now, as we look at this, they're eight-point favorites against Boo Booey and Northwestern in Saturday's game, tomorrow's game. To reach the Elite Eight, UCLA's plus 130, to win the region, to go to the Final Four, they're plus 260, and to win it all, they're still 9-1, to um, which is... A little shorter than the pre-flop here, barely. It's basically the same because they, they were expected to beat North Carolina Asheville. But, like, do you think this no longer gives them a shot, I guess is the question.
3: What part? The, uh, the, the fact injury? that Clark
1: is not playing
3: now. No, not necessarily. So I, I was of that mind. I thought, man, that's it for them, kind of when that happened, because he was such a important player. But again, it wasn't a huge points drop-off for them. And unfortunately, Coach Cronin has installed this defensive mindset in this entire team. So when he went down, it was very next man up, and it was not necessarily this huge drop-off. We did see that more with the big man situation, because Adem Bona, their starting center, obviously incredible athlete in his own right, went down with a shoulder injury in that last Pac-12 game. Uh, but didn't even play last night. They didn't have to play him. They're playing his backups, and there was a steeper drop off between the backups. But then last night, Kenny Nawuba, his second string backup, Mcatee, and his third string backup, Kenny's four of four field goal, and Mcatee and five of five. So all of a sudden, these guys who really haven't played that much this year are stepping up at exactly the right time. So it's kind of a getting hot at the right moment thing. I do think that this team has proven that they can make a deep run in this tournament and possibly a Final Four run again. And I was not a believer of that until seeing them play Arizona in the Pac-12 championship, which is a game they lost by, yeah. I would say, a pretty lucky three at the end. I was cracking up at a celebration there because that was that guy's sixth point of the game. <laughs> uh, but that's that's the game that I realized. I was like, oh, I need to see how this team's going to look without Jalen Clark. We got to see it in the Pac-12 tournament.
1: Though I guess the counter argument to that would be like, yeah, but Arizona just got <laughs> beat by Princeton <laughs> yesterday. Yeah. So how good, how good is that win look now? I guess that would be the counter. Argument.
3: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, they played you know. that without a Dumbona, too, who is supposedly he was available for the game yesterday. They didn't use him. So we'll probably show up in the Northwestern game. So that is in their back pocket. We don't know how injured that shoulder is. But did
1: you fill out a bracket? I did. What what What, what is your final four?
3: I have UCLA going to the final four.
1: Yeah. Yeah. What were the other teams? What were the other three teams? I,
3: I'm, i I honestly have my women's one up right now. Oh, so I'm
1: okay. I won't put you on the <laughs> do spot. You know there. how
3: confusing it's been by I'm the way, so because sorry. there's a lot of teams that have men's and women's teams in the tournament. Yeah. Uh, this is a good guild likes trivia. How many uh, schools do you think have a men's and a women's team with a top five seed
1: with a top Ooh. five. Seed. Yeah. Oh, how many, how many do you
3: think there are? Oh, good question.
1: UConn leaps off the page.
3: Yeah. That's, that's one. Um, 13, Indiana. Indiana is one of them, yep. Uh, 13, that's too high. No, that's way too high. <laughs> UConn, Indiana. Hold on. Hold, please. That
1: is the, I, I'll say three.
3: There are six. Oh. Six in the top five. I believe Duke is one of them as well. UCLA, Texas. You said UConn. Um, of course, UCLA. Yeah. Yeah, 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 UCLA being one of them. But yeah, so it's it's interesting because you can see which... Teams can, or which schools prioritize basketball overall. There are teams, too, that have both schools in, but they're just not a top-five seed.
1: Does Tufts have a top-five seed in either of those? No, nothing? Just nothing at all. Yeah. No, nothing. Uh, Kelly, Kelly, by the way, did you give your picks today? You haven't given yours, have you? No, I haven't. Would you like to give them right now? I'm think, on Creighton.
2: We yeah. talked about that with Dallin because mm-hmm. he's on the other side. Yeah. What does he know? It's not like he played the game or talks about the game 24-7 or anything. <laughs> yeah uh creighton i laid nine with uconn and then uh maybe a little fun money on fau because i'm gonna be rooting hard for the owls i took one class there one class
1: at fau yep what class was english
2: it? elective writing about alfred hitchcock <laughs> yep just watched movies wrote you wrote about what's it. your
1: favorite hitchcock movie
2: i don't know birds is that what it's called
1: the birds yeah 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 <laughs> is that the only one you remember
2: i, I really could name i could name that one uh vertigo uh, Vertigo sure. the, uh, What is it Strangers on a Train
1: I don't know You Something took like the that? class Not me
2: Vertigo You stole one of the ones I could have named Daniel Got three
1: Danielle, you were part of this uh, V-Cin Psycho You were part <laughs> Psycho of course uh, Psycho was Hitchcock Was it It was yeah. Was it uh, circa, circa College Hoops Challenge mm-hmm. You were part of this At v mm-hmm. Um Will Hill Our leader Our friend and our leader uh, Leads by two games
3: Nice. So you kept that.
1: This uh did you find this experience fun?
3: I did. And I I don't think anybody would believe that because I did really horrifically in it. Just yeah. really badly. But it was very odd because for me during the week betting basketball and not having to select five teams or five schools or whatever and having to only bet a cider total and having to bet Uh, As soon as lines open, which is not traditionally how I bet, which I know is like, oh my God, closing line value is so important, but I don't usually I'm not like hunting, looking for the lines in that way. So for me, it was learning how when you have to operate in the parameters of a contest, it's very different. It might be very different than the way that you normally handicap. Yeah. And uh, so for me, it was very confusing in the beginning of the weeks because I was going, you know, the first week, I think I went three and two. And then it was like one and four for like several weeks. And I just thought, well, I should just be fading myself. So one week I did just fade myself and I still went one and four. (laughs) So uh, (laughs) it was it was really rough. But I do feel like, well, what do you do when you have a situation like that? You take away things from it and learn from it. So that's why I was like in uh, the end. And I also entered myself in the contest, which was. Which is just the cherry on top. Wait, wait, you forced yourself yeah. into the contest? Mm-hmm, yeah. Oh, so no one invited you yeah. you're like, no, I'm playing. Yeah, but I still think it's good because I don't think <laughs> oh, you learn. Interesting. I don't think I would have learned, a, you know, I'd never done a contest like that. So now I'm like, okay, next time. It can only go up, we hope. What's it like
1: having that power? Like if Kelly and I tried doing like, oh, we were in that contest, they'd be like, yeah. Well, I just like fine.
3: read the rules and then I texted <laughs> Matt Eumanns before the deadline and I said, here are my bets. Yeah, oh, Nice. <laughs>
1: By, by the way, the thing you were talking about, how you're like, oh, I'll fade myself. Joe Peta used to come on here. Joe Peta still comes on here. But Joe Peta, my buddy, who—remember who, who uh, remember he won or he, he, he got in the money for one of the quarterly booby prizes? Or maybe he was going for the whole thing. I can't remember the details. But he was like, yeah, you know, I'll, I'll just go for the booby prize now. Like, to have the ability or to, to, to— If
3: somebody faded me, I have more losses than Will Hill has wins. So you're welcome. Wow. Yeah.
1: Wow. Okay. Yeah. That's one Is there something
3: for consistency at the bottom as well? Yeah.
1: Danielle, we love seeing you. We're a little upset we didn't go to dinner because apparently you had a big dinner last night. So you have an gonna... early show. Yeah, I know. I do. I do. Danielle Alvari, everybody. It's <laughs> a good save, by the way. Right here on The Numbers Game. Jason Weingarten's coming in next. Maybe the two will see each other right here after the break.
0: A numbers game on Visa, the sports
4: betting network.
1: Become a Visa Pro subscriber today. Get everything you need to bet the madness this year for only nineteen dollars. Whether you're filling out a bracket or betting against the spread, our team is here to get you ready for every game and every round of the tournament. Only Visa Pro subscribers get unlimited access to our daily best bets, tools like our exclusive betting splits, plus our Big Dance bracket and betting guides. These guides feature in-depth breakdowns of all sixty-eight teams, Cinderella selections, bracket predictions, and picks on every tournament game from Visa experts like Brent Musburger and Greg Hoops Peterson. Sign up today to get the betting guides, plus full access to Vsin through the end of the tournament for only nineteen dollars at Veasan.com/slash subscribe. Gil Alexander, Kelly Bidlin in the house. March Madness resumes forty-five minutes from now. Cannot wait. Let's go Survivor Pools. Let's get through. Try to trying to get through and win this. I'm,
2: I'm amazed at how many people are are staking their land early here at the South Point, as compared to the, as compared to Circus. Because I can see Circus Sportsbook right now as well. There's not as many. They're starting to file in, but it's the tables. The tables have been secured
1: over there. Oh yeah, look at that. Because I guess because I guess circus is reserved, isn't it? That's well, the, the difference. The, the
2: tables are important. Yeah. Yes. So I think you gotta get th- those people that makes sense.
1: So. South South Point, it's like a uh, you know, it's a survival of the fittest contest. Exactly. Yes. It is a free-for-all. We get tweets at being the book. Rick Olier. Uh it's it's I was talking about what I said earlier. He says it's sort of like the guys who make eggnog bets and then wait long enough so that the eggnog is no longer available. It's not cute anymore. This refers to what I said to my buddy Tommy did it was the last person to text. I said it wasn't cute anymore. I'm the last person to email. And I'm talking about, was it uh, Kevin Harlan, Stan Van Gundy, and Dan Bonner yesterday not knowing what the point spread was? Uh, Rick is taking a shot at you, Kelly. Sort of like a guy who uh, waits till the eggnog is no longer available. It's not cute anymore. Talking about our eggnog
2: band. Hey, man, I had COVID.
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, I had COVID. The Better Life, Tim Lawson. Gil, you don't have to worry about having teams available for Survivor in the Final Four if you simply don't make it that far. Talking about the other guy who uh, is already out. Maybe he's talking about me. I don't know. New York, mess 16. Buck Wild. Even Wes Reynolds said, damn, Gil, you're, you're bringing me back on that one. Al Yannis. Hey, Gil. Uh, so who would you go with if there was no aggregate tiebreaker with seating in your Survivor pool? Looking at higher seeds, I think... Will win today, but lose soon. Baylor, K State, Xavier, and maybe one of your contrarians. I like those. I think K State is definitely one that's that, that ain't going for, That's for sure. Uh, Matt Warrior thirteen with the UCLA love. One down, five to go. He says. Uh, this is from Hey, what's up, Kevin Thompson? drink drinking up. Judd O'Connor. I don't want to get caught in the moment, but Mukova missing that overhand winner was truly the worst way to lose a heavy dog ticket yesterday. Yeah. She had a set point in set number one, had an overhead smash to win it and gacked it. Oof. And we lost that set and end up losing in three. Dude, I, it, it's just, <laughs> and in the end, right? Like at the end, you, you look back on your record. You're like, Oh, look, this sucked the way that we've lost them. will get lost in history. It's, it's brutal. Trip Tepper. Survivor pool I'm in, 1,064 entries, 450 out day one. Top four consensus picks yesterday went one and three with Tennessee, the only winner. I have two of max four entries allowed through day two. Furman and Tennessee, Survivor, 1,000 times better than bracket pools, 100%, 1,000 times better. And By the way, in my pool, top five picks, only Tennessee of the top five got through. Every, every other uh, one picked in the top five of the survivor bracket got knocked out. And those really, yes. Oh, it's just, it's, it's like NFL survivor. It's just brutal. Uh, Let me give you the uh, other picks that were the, in the uh, top five in order. Well, and
2: I guess it's because, sorry, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. No, I I mean, you, like you, you said before it all got started, you got to pick further down the board in that first round. It's not like you're going to go with heavy chalky favorites.
1: Oh you do. You have I mean you have to take you have to take shots. But this was Utah State was the most picked. Wow, okay. They got beat. Tennessee. That was one of my
2: losers yesterday.
1: Tennessee was number 2. Utah State was 14% of all entries. Tennessee was number 2, 13%. West Virginia 7%, I was one of those. Virginia 6%. Oh god. And Boise State 6%. Those were the so only Tennessee of the top 5 most picked uh, survivor entries got only 4 of the 5 got through. Uh, Las Vegas 514, talking about uh, some of the terms I was using. I don't even know what you wrote there, and I don't want to say it on air because it sounds like a bad word. Sorry about that, Las Vegas. (laughs) Good call. (laughs) Uh, Brian Rosenthal uh, says, Sinner is not top five. He says, come on now. He says, Nadal should be uh, fine in six weeks or so. He's got one Joker, two Carlos, three Medvedev. Okay, we're all in agreement there. Or Nadal. What's that? He's got five. He's got Nadal at fifth. Who's he got fourth here? St. Who's he referring to at STM? Sizaposs. Oh, stop it with Sizaposs already! Just stop it. He might be in rankings to you, but he on my rankings? On my betting rankings? Hell no. You don't call him St. Like the rest of us. Cool I was say, St. Who's St. <laughs> then, then he's got he's got Felix, Casper, Rude, and Rublev before Sinner. I'll tell you what, Brian. I'll take Sinner. Let's give it six months a year, and you tell me where Sinner is. I'll take me in that one. Elvis Toast Patterson fan. Gilly, I did not uh, spit out my iced coffee when you you said you have pictures of Will Hill on a diagonal like how he appears on the show. (laughs) LOL. Oh, let's see, man. Oh, Jason H11. I really hope you get a Snyder-free skins team. Yeah, that's their name. Even as a Giants fan that has loved every second of the Snyder era. Oh, man. Thomas R. saying congratulations if it happens. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Uh, Jason, H 11, adding Danielle back in studio with Gilly Kelly. We need Matt Brown and the whole primetime action crew back together. We had such a good time on that show, man. Really did. Uh, Notebook wager cam. He says, Caitlin Clark, Caitlin Clark for Iowa is Steph Curry at Davidson. Crazy range and handles. Uh, Mark DeCard, did you give a tennis pick? If so, I missed it. Yes. Under 21 games, Sabalenka. Oh, maybe I didn't give it. Under 21 games, Sabalenka. And Sakari today. I believe Sabalenka rolls her in two sets. So under 21 games. That is the tennis play of the day. Thank you, Mark, for reminding me. And uh, Mike Alvarez. Hey, Gil. I see those live shots at the South Point, and I don't see any cowboy hats, bowling bags, or archery equipment. I'm confused. <laughs> archery equipment is a great I, I had to
2: tell him I said yeah. it was an odd. It's, a, it's an odd time of year here right now. Bro, there's actually basketball there, going There
1: on. is a moment here at the South Point. I'm serious. There's like three days. Where people are rolling around here with these massive, massive bow and arrows thing, right? They're carrying the arrows on their back. Yep. They could kill any, like if they have all banded together they could just absolutely take over the casino. Not giving them any ideas, I'm just saying.
2: And if, you were, if you're out there and you're like, whoa, 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 Gil, pump the brakes. I'm sure that these are adults that are trained professionals. Yeah, most of them, except there are 12-year-olds that are walking around with them,
1: too, that I'm far more concerned <laughs> about. That's right. Mike Genitoni, hey, you didn't give your tennis pick. I hope you're not having a senior moment. Hey, man, Sabalenka, Soccery under 21 games.
2: There it is. So those are so that's your tennis bet, and then yeah. those are your three. Were those your three survivor plays? Those too? are my
1: three survivor plays. I backed them up with bets. I took Drake on the money line. I took Kent State plus the points. So not exactly my survivor pick. And then I took Memphis against FAU just to because I think I think a lot of people are taking Florida Atlantic, and that whole pod right Purdue, which we assume we'll get through today, but then they play the winner Florida Atlantic and Memphis when the brackets came out, I think pretty much consensus, that's the pod where you're like, whoever comes out of that group of four yeah. could go to the final four, but they're equally likely not to get past the second round.
2: I think it's a good pick by you for that game today because I think you are right. I think by the yeah. time we tip on that game, we're gonna, there's going to be more action on the FAU side of things than there are on the Memphis side of things. And I think that Memphis has maybe... Gil, like, impressed me over the past couple weeks more than any other team that I've watched with, with some of the le- the level of play that they've played at. So, yeah, I think it was a terrible draw by FAU. I know we spent a lot of, ta- a lot of time talking about that earlier in the week for both of these teams just having terrible draws, yeah. getting each other. But I think it's a good pick.
1: Just want to mention about the uh, formula. Again, the college basketball formula tried and true, which we haven't mentioned here in the last couple of days, but we certainly did a few times. Uh, and on the run-up to the tournament again it isolated for those who missed it and I should have done this on the beating the book pod too for that audience but I didn't I forgot to but it's again going into the tournament Alabama was the only team on the inside that currently qualified but there were seven other teams that were just on the cusp and again the criteria last 32 champs more assists than turnovers 31 of the last 32 champs head coach with sweet 16 experience Kevin Olley, 2014 UConn Huskies, the exception. 26 of the last 27 champs went into the tournament with at least three wins versus teams in the top 10% of RPI. 2014 UConn Huskies, the exception. Last 27 champs had a top 75 strength of schedule. So Houston, we're looking at you as the outlier there. That's why you're on the outside looking in. 19 of the last 20 champs were in the top 20 in adjusted offensive efficiency at Kenbaum. 2014 UConn Huskies, the exception. 39th in adjusted offense that year, the Shabazz Napier year. And 19 of the last 20 champs were in the top 20 and adjusted defensive efficiency at Ken Palm. Only the 2021 Baylor Bears, who finished just on the outside, looking at number 22 and adjusted defensive efficiency, were the exception there. And so it's Alabama on the inside, but then Houston, Purdue, Kansas, UConn, UCLA, Texas, and Creighton, the other seven teams who can play their way into that. So when it came to Arizona's loss yesterday, I just sort of thought about the championship formula, and I'm like, that's where it's at its best. It, it never once mentioned Arizona right? It like weeds out the teams that are completely fraudulent. And so um, those eight teams after one day, obviously some haven't played yet, looking good. We could after today um, have a quarter of the remaining teams isolated in the championship formula. That's what it uh, comes down to at least this year. And those eight teams have been with us the whole way through when we've uh, talked about this. By the way, Kelly, uh, other shows uh, sort of uh, flattering us with imitation on this. Have you noticed that? Huh, I certainly did. Jason Weingarten in studio next. Enjoy. From Visa the sports betting network.
3: the Sports Betting
1: Network. Numbers Game proudly brought to you by BetMGM, the king of sports books. unleashing the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM rewards. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM rewards points that you can redeem for online bonus credits like bonus bets and bet insurance tokens. Planning a trip to Vegas? You can also convert your BetMGM points into MGM rewards points that you can use towards dining, shows, and hotel rooms at over 20 MGM Resorts properties located on the Las Vegas Strip and nationwide. Sign up with BetMGM or log in today to get an even bigger piece of the action with BetMGM rewards eligibility restrictions apply betmgm and game sense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions must be 21 years of age or older to wager new and existing customer offer all promotions subject to qualification and eligibility requirements rewards issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets bonus bets expire in seven days from issuance please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER Skill Alexander it's Kelly Bidlin March Madness round of 64 day two today Begins at a half hour with the uh, USC-Michigan State game. Todd Wishnev, by the way, we did the, uh, the Beating the Book March Madness podcast. Wishnev was on there with Will Hill, Jeff Parles, and I. Wishnev had Michigan State going to the Final Four. And that dude watches more basketball than all of us. Okay. Got Michigan State going to the Final Four. We were like, you are a man. Has has Todd claimed his spot
2: yet? How long did you end up here yesterday with Todd watching I bounced
1: because Todd Todd was upstairs in one of the ballrooms. And people were like, where are you going to watch the game? Because we were supposed to go somewhere else. We didn't get the seats. So I was like, I'm going to watch the games with my female, I told them. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I did. Michigan State only a two-point favorite against USC today. Totally kidding, by the way. Uh, this is from uh, Jason. We get tweets at beat of the book. Jason H eleven chiming in again. I guess is that sushi place a good spot to watch March Madness? What's the name of it? Hashtag Kelly Bidlin. <laughs> uh, DMI three two one nine. Move your feet, lose your seat at the South Point today. Mike Ross busting. This is a uh, this is tweet on tweeter on tweeter violence because I was telling uh, what was it Brian Rosenthal before who thinks Stefanos Titsipas should be number four in the real rankings. Mike Ross goes, imagine the thinking. And he he calls a name is top five. I know, I know, man. The Better Life, Tim Lawson. Oh, he was saying it wasn't a shot at anyone. I he says it's a shot at myself. Three of four survivor entries already toast. It's brutal.
2: I, I gotta give a shout out to Tim Lawson. Thanks for having me on his on his podcast. Yes. Thank it was you, a Tim. Great
1: time. Tim had me on recently as well. Thank you.
2: Great time. Gil, most fascinating part of it, at least to me and maybe people out there. Tim and I talking about our different experiences living in Russia for extended periods of time. It was the craziest thing because we walked right into it. Like, he, I had no. He, he was
1: stationed there. Yeah,
2: he was stationed there. Yeah. I lived there as a kid. We had no idea, obviously, By the time we were recording it. I like, brought it up, and he's like, yeah, yeah.
1: Were you all there at the same time? No, no, different oh.
2: time periods, but that was kind of the more fascinating part of talking about the different different times that we lived I was going
1: to say, y'all could have been BFFs. Mario Romero. Not sure if it was you or one of your guests, but great call on the Furman-Virginia early slot game yesterday. They sold us the, mar- the madness of March. It yeah, was no cer- it was certainly a great ending, but we, to be quite honest with you, we were like, T- way too many people are on Furman. This is not going to go well. Yeah. And Virginia was early. You're like, oh, boy, this is going to be bad.
2: Yeah, it wasn't me or you, but we had about 15 guests on during yeah. the week that were all on Furman. Yes, oh, everybody. Yeah.
1: Ben Wilson, Jeff Parles. Um, Will Hill was on. We're just like hey, everybody's on him. This could only go wrong. Uh, Adam Burke joins us in studio. Ladies and gentlemen, we appreciate Adam hanging out. Uh, obviously, that was of all the, the – the by the way, hello, sir. How are How's you? How's it going? Thanks for, uh, good. Thanks for stopping good, in.
4: Good and out of breath now. i <laughs> running right. to my truck, grab a jacket. got to make sure I adhere to the visa and dress code. Yeah, that's all right. well, I appreciate that.
1: Um, So that was the most stereotypical March Madness ending yesterday hey Clark, I started the show with this. Man, I feel so bad for him because he had that amazing play um, with Diakite at the end of that Purdue Elite Eight game where he ran back past half court. Instead of hoisting up a desperation three against Purdue, sends it into Diakite, who then sends it to overtime. Virginia ends up winning and eventually wins the national championship. But yesterday, it was just such a brutal baseball pass down the middle. And, of course, Pagese splashes the three. What was your biggest – let's take betting aside for for a second. I asked this of Dallin Cuff earlier. What was your biggest takeaway? Was it, you know, the Houston injuries? Was the fact that Duke just destroyed Oral Roberts? Was it Furman? Was it Princeton? What was your biggest takeaway?
4: Well, I think there were a couple. I, I think the first one is Rick Barnes is just a bad coach. And I've harped on this for a long time. I mentioned it on the v College Basketball Betting Podcast. I mentioned it on podcasts I've done in the past at other places – The guy's just not a good head coach, particularly in the NCAA tournament. He's got a 500 straight up record. He's one of the worst ATS bets of them all. They tried everything possible to lose that game to Louisiana. I had the under, so I was happy with the outcome. I was very happy that we didn't get overtime or some sort of craziness, but they tried everything they could to lose that game.
1: I had Tennessee. They were up 18. I'm like, coast job.
4: Nope. Nope. No, I mean, they're just like, who, who is worse? They, they don't go to the rim. They shoot a bunch of threes and they're bad at it. Like they just don't adjust that Louisiana is a team. You should dominate on the inside. Yeah. And they just, they don't even try to,
1: I'm, I'm going to go one worse than you. I think Tommy Lloyd was worse. Yeah. Tommy, that game. That's bad. We, we kept sending texts around. We're like, is this guy like, is, does he have any answer to any of this? Princeton didn't even play well, Adam.
4: No, they were awful from three, which is usually the recipe for an upset. They
1: were four of 25 from behind the arc, Mm -hmm. and they made – let me get that correct. Yeah, four of 25 from behind the arc, and they made three free throws the whole game. And they beat Arizona by four. 59 to 55 as 15-point dogs, by the way, plus 850 on the money line for anybody who rolled with that. As I said, we have like 961 entries in Survivor, one entry at Princeton. So Mm. good on them. But I thought that was the worst job of anybody yesterday.
4: It was bad. It was it was very, very bad. I mean, that's just that should have been a talent mismatch all over the floor, and it just wasn't. And let I me mean, look at the total of that game, one fifty-four. I mean, Arizona scores fifty-five points. Yeah. Like that's just embarrassing. And the other embarrassment, and this was talked about a ton and it came to fruition. The Mountain West is just bad in this tournament. Horrible. They're just bad. I mean, San Diego State, I was on the Aztecs that I can't complain about any bad beat or anything after getting the Aztecs home yesterday. But
1: I almost feel, though, Adam, that that's a – because we're in Vegas, that's almost a Vegas central created theme to begin with. In other words, no one – No one nationwide has ever propped up the Mountain West for anything, except for those people here who like to think the Mountain West is something anyway. And then they're like, oh, the Mountain West is terrible. Yes, we all all the rest of us around the country already know that.
4: But to be fair, I mean, you know, San Diego State was a top 10, top 15 team in the ranking sites throughout the year. Utah State was a huge metrics darling all year long. They were a top 25 team, according to some of those places. You know, Boise State is a team that gained favor from the metrics as well. Okay,
1: can we talk None about that? Good. Let's talk about that game for a second. So I had Northwestern. That that one, uh, I ran into that one. I, I think it was almost like it was perfectly predictable. Boo Booey was going to be the best player on the court. And I said Tyson Dagenhart, whose game I love, but it felt like the coach's kid from Boise State just kept throwing up those three-point push shots that he does, and then Dagenhart would crash the boards and make something of nothing. And so the way I would describe that game is, Northwestern, first of all, Northwestern never trailed in this game, but it was always between zero and, like, four or five points for most of the game, and I felt like the the headline should have been Northwestern blows out Boise State by five. That's how it felt. They end up winning by eight, but you get, you get what I'm getting at, which is I don't know how Northwestern didn't beat them by 20.
4: Boise State had 20 offensive rebounds in that game. Yeah. They made 26 shots from the floor. They had 20 offensive rebounds. Not great. <laughs> That's very inefficient performance. And and to your point, I mean, the coach's kids, 6 of 19 overall, 3 of 10 from 3. Dude, maybe give the ball up and let someone else shoot it. Maybe.
1: Just a thought. Just a thought. Um, what do you like today?
4: So what do I like today? Well, you know, I, I, I like a little bit of chaos, I think. I think Kent State beats Indiana. I didn't bet it, but I do think that there's a very, very good chance that the Golden Flashes do win that game as much as it pains me, being an Akron alum. Um, but I like St. Mary's minus 4 against VCU. I know that VCU is a team that they create havoc, pardon the pun. They've forced a lot of turnovers, but St. Mary's is an exceptionally well-coached team by Randy Bennett. I think they take good care of the basketball. Everything else that VCU does well, St. Mary's does better. I think this is one of those, or maybe people are overthinking it a little bit. I know the 12 over five is sexy, and it happens, and this and that, but I don't think this is one of those. I like St. Mary's laying the four. You and,
1: it, you and Dr. Bob aligned on St. Mary's. That's good. No. It's
4: always good when we're on the same side as Dr. Mm-hmm. Bob. And the other one is... I just think Creighton is is too good. I think Creighton minus five is a good play today against NC State. NC State has a ton of talent, ton of talent, but they were remarkably inconsistent. And when you look at their performance against teams that shoot the three really well in conference play, they all had really big offensive showings, like 1.1, 1.2 points per possession. If Creighton does that today, NC State doesn't keep up. So I laid the five with the Blue Jays. Real
1: quick in 20 seconds, was there a line that came out for tomorrow's games that you saw and you're like, oh, I want to bet this real quick? Like Princeton's catching six and a half. Um, Prince is catching six and a half in their game tomorrow against Mizzou. Duke is only, quote unquote, a three-point favorite against Tennessee. Either of those.
4: No, I haven't really seen too much that's jumped off the page to me yet. I mean, I wish Arkansas was getting a couple more points yeah. against Kansas because I think this Arkansas team is full of potential and didn't really live up to it. But nothing jumped off the page immediately, but I'll dig into that here today.
1: Adam Burke, everybody. thank you for coming on in at such short notice. Uh, we're getting some heavy recency buys in the NBA MVP market. Keep that in mind. If you're looking to bet the market, there might be some value now back on Nikola Jokic. That's your pro tip of the hour. We do want every show, all sortable vSIN.com. Enjoy the madness 20 minutes away. The Lombardi line is next at v the Sports Betting Network.
0: At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use?
2: A wine country.